This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the Awful and Awesome Entertainment Wrap. Hello, hello. This is the Awful and Awesome Entertainment Wrap, episode 76. This is Rajeshri Sen and... This is Abhinandan Sekri saying hello from a hot and humid Delhi, which uh, has been threatening us with rain, uh, which would be wonderful. And the Met Department has been telling us the last five days. But they are liars. Well... <laughs> Okay, I won't go say. that far. <laughs> you're in a jovial mood. Rakshisen. I'm in a very good mood. Like, thrilled, absolutely. Okay. So, because I saw a very good cinema over the weekend. Did you? Yeah. Oh, wonderful. What did you I watch? I have very good company also while watching the film. Is but, that right? Uh, I, no, so I saw two horror films. Okay. One was Hereditary, mm-hmm. which has just been released. Mm-hmm. And another was one which was recommended to us by a listener called Under the Shadows. Which is a Persian The film. listener is called Under the Shadows? No, I hope not Okay, by a listener and the series is called Under the Shadows Yeah, I the see. film is called uh, Under the Shadows And it's available on Netflix Okay Which I didn't know We shall also review uh, The Incredibles Part 2 Then we shall talk about the new commercial for Air- Airbnb with Safina Is that yeah, what they're called? Yeah, three, three commercials there You saw one and had enough No, I Okay, which are the other ones? Tell us <laughs> There are others No, it's a series of ads Oh, just the, With the two of them okay, You don't that, see it like That's that, the that, horror that, film That's the horror film you saw That one was enough Yeah uh, So what should we start with, Raj? That we have more stuff also yes. We have um, What else do we have? There's a new celebrity interview series which has uh, started on India Today TV by mm. Rajdeep Sardesai mm-hmm. is channeling his in a semi-garewal in that. It's called India Today, India Tomorrow. Nice. Yeah, so the first episode had Gulzar and Meghnaum. Right. So basically they're going to have one older generation and one younger generation. Okay. And uh, I also want to talk about Times Network's uh, campaign of, about women being on top. By pulling down a woman. So it's quite an interesting way of doing it. So there is all that. And of course, there is some critical feedback directed mainly at me. So shall we start with that, Rajshri Sen? Because I'm in the doghouse with everybody these days. Oh, yeah, I think we should start with that. Oh, there's one more. There's a suggestion which Chitranshu had made, who uh, works with us at News Laundry, called, uh, it's a Netflix special called Hannah Gadsby Nanette. It's a comedy. They have these stand-up comics, those standalone, these things. So it's the most recent one. So I've watched it. And another recommendation which we shall do within the next couple of weeks is a series, I forgot the name, you know how I'm with names. But What? it's based on the Murdochs. Yeah, called The Successors. The Successors. So we You shall got the recommendation from the same person. I got the recommendation. Ambesh. From, yeah. <laughs> oh, so Ambesh, okay. So we both will watch that and review that. But let me start off with the email. Yeah. This comes from Aditya Deoskar. Uh, Aditya says Hi Abhinandan This is Aditya Deoskar I have been a News Laundry subscriber For almost two years now Thank you Aditya Forever in your debt Really kind of you To support independent media uh, Learn from Aditya uh, Mufat Khors uh, Have some shame uh, Be like Aditya I've been a great admirer Of your work News Laundry Charcha News Laundry Awful and Awesome News Laundry Hafta Reporters or Orders And Nuisance Are regular features of my week I will continue to support your work not only because it's important but also because the quality of work is excellent and you guys keep trying to crank it up a notch. This letter is in reference to discussion that you and Rajshree had regarding the Football World Cup. 
towards the end of the discussion you went on your usual rant about cricket the difference this time being that it was an extremely poor taste i know that you don't like cricket but that can't be a reason to use such unsavory language phrases like fucking waste of this time this is true and disgusting were really uncalled for cricket is not some illegal activity that young men and women waste their time energy and money on it's a passion the same passion that drives your love for football your insinuation that playing cricket is akin to wasting your youth was really pathetic try telling that to kohli mithali raj or hamanpreet kaur cricket is riddled with issues and it does not have the same influence as soccer or some other sports do but that can't be used as a carte blanche to abuse a sport which has given millions happiness and thousands a livelihood and means to fulfill their dreams as a sportsman yourself i hope you understand that and frankly your rants about cricket are getting a little stale there is no need to insult the game at the drop of a hat you know we know you don't like it and we are fine with it but don't abuse it it means a lot to a lot of people personally cricket has been a part of my life since age of 5 today i am 31 I've lived and breathed the game all my life. It was my first love and will remain so. So seeing you abusing the game I love deeply was very hurtful, especially coming from a man and institution that I deeply admire and respect. I know I may be making a mountain or a molehill, but the language that you use this time really pissed me off. Best of luck for future endeavors and assuring you of my full support for those. Thank you Ditya um much needed I think you know last week uh, someone else pointed out to me that I went on the my criticism of the last story is also a bit much I mean okay it wasn't a great thing but I went yeah, overboard Yeah that you took it very seriously the title Okay but uh, let me address Ditya first But it's good to be first. passionate about things First of all I love the passion that this letter is written <laughs> I it, it it is very very heartfelt so I see your point Ditya and I completely appreciate your point um and and you've written in correct english which warms my heart because she's a meme sub had you even written in 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 L- lodu theek ho ja i would have been fine i apologize for this language I, I again they the superficial bongs anyway so thanks <laughs> and uh, we missed this last week because we recorded early so that's that so rajshri sen you want to start off with your uh, uh, the experience? fabulous film that i so Hereditary is a debut is the debut film of Ari Aster who's directed it basically mm. and he's also written the screenplay and this film has been touted as the scariest movie of the year like a horror film like this has not been made in years supposedly it's heartening to see so many strange new faces here today i know my mom would be very touched and probably a little suspicious she isn't gone Mom? I don't like this. Dad, I don't like this. What's happening? Tina! Don't you ever raise your voice to me. I am your mother. Raise your voice. Mom, what's happening? I just don't want to put any more stress on my family. So I had a lot of hope for it for the simple reason that I really like horror films actually. Hmm. But when I went to see it, hmm. I were sat down. So the trailers were very good though. The that's, trailer has Tony Collette in it. That's true for so many films. Yeah. And it's about this family. The trailer has Tony Collette but actually the film doesn't. <laughs> That would have been scary. Instead of Tony Collette you have say... I don't know Stormy Daniels then what that would have been quite cool mm. maybe I would have appreciated it a bit more but Toni Collette is an ac- excellent actress usually it has Gabriel Byrne who I haven't seen since uh 
the piano have you seen this film called the yeah, piano yeah. yeah i haven't seen him since so then so he's the guy the protagonist he's yeah the, the, the guy with the long nose no no you're thinking of the pianist oh okay i'm thinking of the piano which is even earlier he was he was also in little women he was there he's okay. a very good actor mm. so he plays a husband basically it's set in this house in this beautiful home absolutely and uh, the grandmother in the house dies and then what happens and the family was like the daughter was really not speaking to like tony colette wasn't speaking to her mother before she mm, died mm. then the mother dies and there are two kids tony colette has a son and a daughter and the daughter's a little odd looking she's a little scary looking honestly but she has a nut allergy which is very important mm. in this uh, like you can't understand why they keep saying like she's having a chocolate at her grandmother's funeral and they immediately walk up to her and they say are you sure it doesn't have nuts because we don't have the epipen with us and all mm. but then slowly how there's a sort of possession that happens so and there's the allergy spirits. can lead to that then my parents should no, be careful because I have a life threatening <laughs> shellfish allergy you might get possessed after seeing this film I've taken it very seriously I'll keep you very far away from prawn because if this is what happens it's also going to be a very poor possession that too but the film is two hours long hmm. the beginning the first 20 minutes held a lot of promise after that so it's very dark and there's all that like mm. there's uh, sound is used very well and all that nonsense but then people start climbing on the ceiling they are headless people oh it's that kind of horror it's that kind so i'm like dude it it so, was just very disappointing so all these reviews that have gone you know telling us how great it is that all nonsense i don't know so there are two films exactly i which i consider really scary mm. films One is the original Omen, the Omen, not part one, two till eight. I think they went or something. Omen is really scary the first time you watch it. I agree. Yeah, it's like it has you on the edge, and especially that child. Mm. And the other one is Rosemary's Baby, which is Polanski's film with uh, Mia Farrow. That is really, really scary. But after those two films, I've never and they don't Omen and Rosemary's Baby don't have people climbing on the ceiling or levitating in an odd way and all. So I think the ability to build suspense in that manner is just not there. You know, I thought a horror film. Uh, I don't know if you've discussed it before, but so very quickly I'll go over it. Hmm. I found the Omen. I found very scary. I haven't seen Rosemary's Baby. You must watch Rosemary's Baby. And I found um, Sixth Sense. very spooky you know it's the only film i watched as an adult which when you go back for a minute you know because it's plausible he takes stuff like happens to you on a daily basis that you know when you get a chill up your spine that means yeah. your spirit because the temperature comes down and the thing is in six sense throughout the film there's a spoiler alert but if you haven't seen six so sense already so in the first five minutes i had said yeah, that sort of sure lock i'm the, very smart even then when you watch the whole film there's nothing scary about it until in the yeah. end when you realize that shit that's why these things is were, a ghost yeah. So I I thought I was amazing but in spite of such horrible uh, experiences Rajshri you had also dragged me for a horror film I forget the name I wanted Babadook. to Did we go yes, for Babadook That's correct I wanted to like hit someone 
So, so this still is you, better than so Baba. Still, too. you insist on taking people for horror because, films? Because no, but sometimes people don't come for those films. Also, really? I take, I take them. I try, but it, sometimes they go missing like that. That's also horrific in itself. <laughs> okay, Rajshree is being snide with me. Uh, <laughs> I was supposed to watch the film with her, and but I didn't land up. He decided to. It was. I, I mean, I'm deeply apologetic. Rajshree, <laughs> I, I had, I was supposed to land up. I was finishing up an article which is online you can so read it today. So now he's plugging his article also. And, and and it just so happened that I went it was horribly hot and my you know niece and nephew came and said let's play football And he I said, said let's do this and let her so go and watch I the said, bad horror film by and herself. And before I knew it I realized it was like 8:15 and I was playing football downstairs and it was just you can't break a child's heart. This is true. Let's use your children over How here to make I me am. not. Yeah. I'm so That's pathetic. Hard. Nice. Well Adi- played. Aditya, but even then, Aditya has been too kind to me. Yeah, I'm worse. I can see. So anyway, this film is like, unless you are absolutely lily liver, there is no way this film can scare you. Okay. It's quite rubbish. The other horror film that I watched uh, over the weekend was because Akash Ray wrote in and said that if you... Uh, Guys, since you reviewed Get Out, I would suggest you guys to watch Under the Shadow by Baba Kanwari. I and hope Akash is a subscriber, not a Mufat Khur making us do things. I No, he's not a subscriber and he made me watch this film. Oh. An Iranian filmmaker, Under the Shadow is one of the best horror movie ever made. It's a movie or a series? It's a, it's movie. a movie. Okay. So I watched it. It's a Persian film. Mm. And uh, I was told to watch it with the in Persian with the subtitles, not to do that where the, it's mm. dubbed in English. And uh, it's set in during the Iran-Iraq war, the mm. last few days. It's set in a Tehran apartment block. This woman lives there with her daughter, who must be say ten ish like that and her husband husband goes off to he's doing some work where he's posted out and what happens basically again there's possession and all sorts of there it's about jinns this one not jeans 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 and uh jeans and jeans isn't jeans are the ones that you wear and jeans and are the ones jeans that are the ones who scare you and your jeans fall off like that oh but just ravina tandon whoever was providing the background uh, the the Playback for Ravina Tandon in this famous song with that South Indian film star. Yeah, yeah. Kya shirt hai, pant hai, kya must the jins hai. That jins is different jins. This is not kya ghost. Kya must the jins? Kya ladki hai, dharki hai, ladki current hai. Now that we have a musical interlude. Aja mustani chukri. Stop it. Okay. Okay. Huh. So, uh, no. So the film had some moments, though. I have to say, hmm. because where you get a little scared, and there's very little of uh, like people dying and all. Hmm. Hereditary, you keep seeing someone's getting killed, someone else is bleeding to death, someone else catches fire, that kind. This is none of those gimmicks. Hmm. So there are moments, and it's it's well made for sure, but it's not scary. So I don't know. Maybe I don't scare easily. So this was recommended by. By Akash Rai, who's not a subscriber. So Akash, you are, should but subscribe. But he said that he will. I promise to subscribe with my first salary I get this August. Oh, he's not salaried. Okay, but then ask <laughs> your mummy, papa. Yeah. Or he your used wife. To ask. If you're married, uh, to he's kind of non-salaried and he's married. That's not good planning. But that can be fine. Why there's so many women who are non-salaried and married? How does that matter? 
Oh, hopefully the wife is salaried. You say someone, okay. you someone have better have one, be salaried like yeah. that. On on a related subject, on mm-hmm. the house, the the you know man staying home while the woman goes out and works. Oh, that related subject. I was thinking of ghosts. Huh? No. Uh, I shall provide the review for the Incredibles. Yes. Part two. Is it about I, a man staying at home? Which I watched this weekend. It's a children's animation film, mm-hmm. and and because uh, I. I'm, you know, fond of animation films and children. I went with the children <laughs> to watch this film. Uh, long story short, I was disappointed. In my, v- I mean, for me, animations are the best films. My mm. favorite, all-time favorite films are films like uh, The Lion King. Madagascar is my, yeah. all, you know, is my absolute favorite. I loved Ice Age. I loved Ants. Whenever I fly overseas, I only watch the animation films. I don't watch any other shit. Uh, so I was looking forward to this. Yeah, I haven't seen Incredibles one, but if it's uh, you know like this, then I'm glad I haven't. So it's what? It's a husband who's at so home. So it's basically the plot is about it's a family yeah. who are all superheroes. So hmm. they have superpowers. Oh, the husband okay, is very okay. strong. Huh. The wife can stretch. She's like elastic, yeah. Miss Elastic. Elastic girl. Uh, so yeah, uh, the daughter can become invisible, and she has this shield that oh, she can do. Oh, that's quite a nice family the, to be part of. The them. son is very fast. He's super fast, and they have a baby who has like superpowers into a hundred. He has all these superpowers. He's like huh. his name is Jack Jack. <laughs> so it the uh, Elastic Girl is the voiceover is by Holly Hunter and a guy called Freezer or something or Ozone Freezone or Frozone or something. Freezone. Frozone is is played by Samuel L. Jackson. You can recognize huh. his voice. Craig T. Nelson plays uh, Mr. Incredible. So um, the problem with this is, A, um, you know, I think it's very important for animations to be politically correct, just mm-hmm. like in our country, uh, Chota Bheem, which is the, one of the most popular. Yeah, where they keep, the, the girl keeps coming and serving him. Yeah, the gender roles... At very huh. early age, you start kind of internalizing that the boy is also is going to go out and, and the girl is supposed to serve him laddus and she's huh. basically like his ayah. I yeah. mean, even at the age of like six hmm. or five or how old is. So in that sense, it's good for uh, them to be woke. For hmm. So this is about Mr. Incredible has to stay home while she goes out. Okay, that way. So you're saying it's a positive uh, yeah. this no, thing. No, uh, what I'm saying is that basically... Um, the i the, the plot is that uh, superheroes have become been made illegal a bit like x men that you are oh, not okay. supposed huh. to be use your superhero with superpowers and they are illegal and how this family which is full of superheroes doesn't know what to do and one billionaire says you know i will lobby and create jagrukta ki bhai superheroes should be made huh. legal again but for that one of them has to stay home and watch the kids because they don't have a job now they yeah, super, they were yeah, paid yeah. superheroes yeah. Are, you know on on government salaries yeah so he stays home and she goes out and okay, does the okay so super- it's a good message too but it is so fucking boring it just but you didn't watch the one the hindi one obviously because kajol has dubbed for elastic girl i'm glad i haven't <laughs> uh, but anyway so i was a little disappointed even the kids weren't very impressed. I think the kids don't give a shit how good or bad the film is as long as they get to eat nachos. And yeah, I think sit maybe their focus is that. Yeah, and then they get to drink cold coffee, which they aren't normally allowed. So I think this, the, the film can be shit and they'll still have a good time. Uh, I, I really struggled through it. And I, I'm a huge uh, fan of... Uh, and it's been directed by Brad Bird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Um, it's a Pixar Dis- film, no? It's a Disney yeah, it's Pixar. A Pixar film. And as Pixar films go, it's a real disappointment. So it's been a weekend of poor films. Well, yeah, I guess. 
I mean, yeah. Okay so, then. Rajshree Sen. Yes. What next? Should we discuss how our national treasures get upset? Please, let's discuss that. So we watched last stories which we loved so much and Karan Johar's film at the end the last film is about this now listen the film has been uh, is available for the last week so it this is not a spoiler anymore so the last film and it's been spoken about enough that it's about this woman using a vibrator in front of her family and not purposely in, but yeah, yeah basically it goes off and and also i read a report that that scene is copied yeah it's copied from the ugly truth yeah but in ugly truth that scene sort of makes sense because they don't like i was saying it practically doesn't make sense because the vibrator should have fallen out of her mm. unless like i don't even want to get into those details but in ugly truth it's a vibrating panty she wears right. so that makes sense that mm. she's wearing it she's walking around with it mm. nothing is happening so but it's totally lifted from that because mm. that same remote is in a child's hand in ugly truth over here it's in the mother-in-law's uh, grandmother's hand now lata mangeshkar's family is very upset to be fair not her lata mangeshkar's family is very upset that karan johar has used this song her song to uh with a masturbation scene well it's not her song it's his song because he was a producer of the film that's the part which i think they've forgotten that it's his song because if he had not asked her to sing that song there would be no song like yes. it would not be hers it might have been sunidhi chauhan's song yeah. say so but they have said that uh, lata mangeshkar is unaware of the implementation of her song because at her age this is quote unquote at her age we don't want to expose her to this kind of ugly desecration of her song but we wonder why he u- needed to use a bhajan like song sung in the most revered voice of uh, Asia to show his heroine in an orgasmic state he could have used any other song that is the point that it's a bhajan like song and he is making fun of himself he wasn't making fun of for the listeners wondering what this is about uh, there is a netflix film Flix called film. Last, uh, last stories and in that in the climax scene there is woman orgasming and in the background the song that is playing is kabhi khushi kabhi kabhi gum so the problem with indian celebrities and especially the mangeshkars yeah is that they i don't they i don't think they know we're in 2018 mm-hmm. uh, they think we're still in 1920s and they are the high priests of Culture the some also. major temple and everybody else is cannot challenge them yeah. or even make fun of them i mean i mean lata mangeshkar kicked up a fuss because a flyover pedder road yeah, flyover yeah. and it was also the chief minister had to go and say lata didi please let us build the flyover why that tanmay thing also There was that chaos about Tanmay. Is how can he make fun of Lata Mangeshkar? How can he make fun of Sachin? All of you know, like they just don't like being. I don't even make fun of. I they just want to be spoken of in the way they want you to speak of them. They so if they want God. to crack so really, a joke, Lata it's fine. Lata Didi, chill. I mean, just don't. But I now. think what Lata Didi. Uh, should in all fairness, her family, whoever these yeah, people are. Yeah, but she. I'm sure if she knew of it, even she'd be yeah, upset. Yeah, like uh, at least. tradition has the yeah. past has shown History that is shown she's yeah but i would uh, consider someone like judy dent as much of a national, national treasure. treasure so i would strongly recommend everyone also who gets offended on behalf of lata mangeshkar and sachin and all these are legends these are living legends watch tracy ulman the the tracy ulman show 
it's available now on YouTube. It used to be shown on BBC Entertainment. Link is below. Yeah, she's a British comedian. She has a series of imitations that she does, but she has one series which is on Judy Dench. And my God, when I watched it, I thought you it was actually Judy out. Dench. Yeah, she's really good. So even when she's as Maggie Smith, you she's like Maggie Smith itself. That was her as Maggie Smith. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, that's wow. her as Maggie. So she's very good at imitations. But the entire series is about the fact that Judy Dench knows that she's a national treasure, and what an absolute cow she actually is. So mm. how? So there's one which you haven't seen where she walks into a, a china shop as in a porcelain shop and she basically trashes the shop because she can and then she says i'm a national treasure but it's much funnier than what i'm describing the point is it's an extremely popular show and if judy dench saw it most probably you can see this even in snl they get on they come on the shows and they make fun of themselves hmm. including whether it's to get more votes like hillary clinton or whatever or donald trump but at least you have to have the ability to laugh at yourself absolutely and that's something and it's an indian thing not just indian celebrities no, i mean it's an indian thing yeah i mean i was at a wedding hmm. where, and it's such a punjabi tradition where you know in the ladies sangeet you make fun of everybody yeah, yeah, your cha 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 and uh, the fa- the groom's family hmm. got up and left and they said we're going to call off the wedding shut up because out. because they made fun of the mother in law so then it is an indian thing though how can you say she's the elder this is another thing don't speak like that she's your grandmother like mm. even if you're pulling someone's leg anyway so yeah so do it's really funny thank you rashri for the recommendation it is so so and great and since it wasn't in a hall and it was in your room you were actually I mean. there to watch it but even then the other person who i'm surprised has a sense of humor hmm is ted cruz senator ted cruz i'm so impressed by that because so senator ted cruz as not our senator he's the US great america's uh, senator Ted Cruz and Jimmy Kimmel have had this like a Twitter spat for a while and Jimmy Kimmel is really nasty about him like he mm. said he likes incest porn posts mm. things like that right uh no he didn't Trump said it what am i saying Trump said about Cruz that he likes incest porn posts and then uh Cruz came on air and he said i can't believe he said this about me but i still support him mm. of course but Jimmy Kimmel has really gone into it and he'd make fun of his weight and all like he does nasty things like that so Ted Cruz asked him he said all right big guy you talk a good game but let's settle this man to man one on one hoops or ring ball if you prefer the loser gives $5000 to the non political charity of the winner's choice right two weeks later jimmy kimmel and he actually jimmy kimmel took up the challenge and uh he thought that he would beat him because hmm. he is fitter than ted cruz which is not seen no, i'm not so sure about that much. but hmm. but he lost yeah. ted cruz won but they didn't finish the game it was supposed to be up to 15 at 11 they abandoned because yeah, both them were so because tired because they most probably would have collapsed right but he said things what i liked was he said things like kimmel told cruz did you spend more time this week practicing basketball than trying to to get those kids out of that detention center and then he said the ref is having mercy on us right now see this is a good lesson for you and those kids in that detention center so to be able to and uh ted cruz took it really sportingly yeah to i think that's a, a tradition but in ted cruz's case i won't be so charitable to him he's a senator from texas and he's 
I mean, because I've you know followed the entire run up to the US huh. presidential election really closely. He's not sporting in that sense. He is such a slimy, miserable man mm. uh, with no friends that whatever works at the and time... And no spine. ...that also. he will accept. You know, the, the, he made fun of his wife also, I think, he that his wife is his... very ugly. and Yeah, yeah. So... He said uh, I, his father was a Nazi something, which his all father sorts wasn't. Of accusations were made, but the point is that I mean, uh, yes, culturally it shows that you can go that far. That Jimmy yeah. Kimmel can go that far. And they will put the. It's not like Ted Cruz would have thought that I'll go and play this match mm. and it will be telecast and he'll be really polite to me. So Kimmel did tell him because mm. uh, uh, Cruz asked him. So how did that work out for you? voting for Hillary Clinton. So Kimmel said, badly, can I be honest? You're right, it worked out terribly. I mean, nothing has ever worked out worse than that worked out. But I'm glad to see you forgiven Trump for all the horrible things he said about your family and your father. And then he said, I commented on putting business first and his balls on a shelf somewhere. <laughs> so you you know that he's going to be nasty to you. Right. But more importantly, after the match, Ted Cruz also donated the same or some more money, money. Yeah. so just be I also feel just be a sport about things mm. like don't take everything like you're anyway an ass why take everything seriously also on top of that so moving on to the commercial can we do that now yeah your favorite actor and so actress I saw the Airbnb commercial um, other than it has Saif Ali Khan uh, trying to look sexy with a beard and all and he is very hot. Okay, if you say so. I'm uh, just and, saying. And uh, Karishma Kapoor also trying to look all graceful and this thing. She overacts so much. Everything is, oh, oh, that, ah, it's that Bebo. She plays that Bebo thing. Also. Poo. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I have nothing to say. It's just such an MA commercial. It's like... But would you log on to Airbnb after seeing this? No, I mean, I, I don't give a would shit. Would you I mean. be scared that you'd go somewhere and you'd open the door and Seth might be standing there? To welcome you in. No, I know. I he, there's he, no I chance. I could never afford the places he goes to. So there's no chance. <laughs> so of they that. are discovering Windsor through Airbnb. In nice. This. Hey, our Airbnb host Mitch just replied. What did he say? He said we can go sailing. I've never been. I could go sailing. He also said we could borrow his motorcycle. Good. Do you consider the back then? I didn't know you could ride a motorcycle. Well, Seth, there are a lot of things you still don't know about me. Like, I thought it was... But then I really like Seth. So yeah. I think most of what he does is wonderful. Which is why I will also be reviewing Sacred Games, which will be... What is that? The Netflix series oh, of Vikram has, Chandra's... Oh, okay. He and Nawazuddin Siddiqui, nice. that so one. Watch. Oh, yeah, we reviewed the, the promo, right? Yeah, it looked so like I think ev- it, every promo that... Nawazuddin. Yeah, that's what. They are playing the same so, yeah, role. So, no, so this is, I think Airbnb obviously must have paid through their nose for this because there's no way you can get uh, both of them without. And I think like any good brand, they don't mind paying crores to the celebrity, but will pay like uh, ch- ch- Chandi Chiller to the script writer. Yeah, So that you have course. a shit concept and shit script. <laughs> But let's spend all the money. So I just want you to know that uh, Frito Lays used to be my client at one point when I was in public relations. And Seth was one of the brand ambassadors. So we had a press conference where Seth and Juhi Chavla was also one of the brand ambassadors. They were going to be, maybe it was Kurkude, I've forgotten. Uh, they were going to do a skit also. Now this skit was written by JWT. 
Seth walked in and he looked at the skit and as in the script and he said what is this rubbish I can't say these lines and that poor I did feel bad for the JWT guy I'm sure the copywriter was standing there so they were and they're all petrified of these stars and then Seth decided to rewrite the script and I swear it was a funny script that he wrote I'm glad (laughs) maybe I'm easily impressed yeah, I mean, I just think it. I, now it makes sense since he was the brand ambassador of Kurkuri and Lays that he has the body he does. Ah. <gasps> okay, don't don't fat shame. I'm not fat shame. I'm just saying, you know, when you see the body of a man, huh. you know which is a body that has been built by playing a sport for years since you were a child. Plays polo. And which has been made by suddenly you are a teen and an adult and say, oh shit, I look like a blob. Let me go to the gym. A gym body is not a sportsman's body. And you can make out... But what a good face. Okay, It doesn't matter. Okay, so there's another ad though, which I was... Again, the copywriter has blown my mind because Times Network came up with an ad, which is a print ad, promoting all that, that they have so many women anchors. Right. And it's hashtag women on top. And it has all their anchors underneath. Uh, Navika and uh, Faye are there. I don't know the other people, but they are obvious because I don't watch Times Now with good reason. The ad says, when Priyanka Chopra speaks about her next... Actually, the second one, the first one says, when Faye D'Souza talks. Oh, I haven't seen that. Faye Aroda, Faye this, Faye that, Faye all. Listen, but there was no Faye Khan. So News Laundry had done a little takeoff on that. And the link is below. Okay. That's saying, oh, so all these phase watch, but there's no Fei Khan. There's obviously yeah. no. Oh. So we've taken the piss. The next day, so I think it's a news laundry impact. That they trashed Priyanka Chopra. No, <laughs> but that they introduced a Khan. <laughs> so, no, the Khan is introduced with very good reason over here. Hmm. So they've done the same thing. The link will be below. When Priyanka Chopra speaks about her next Hollywood film, Priyanka Kapoor, Priyanka Baveja, Priyanka Jonas, Priyanka Khan, Priyanka Kumar, watch it too. Now, for people who are not, uh, who don't read Stardust as much as I do and Filmfare as much as I do, would think these are all names and how well represented because there's a Christian surname and there's a Muslim surname. But all the surnames are of people Priyanka Chopra has been linked up to, which is like, Dude, you're just being like sidey for no rhyme or reason. This and is really... And, and it's so ironic that they're talking about a, f- a feminist issue and yeah. they've, they've basically trashed... Ki bhai yeah, that's it. She's gone out with so many people. Oh, and... What a poor reference point. Anyway, the link to News Laundry is little... Um, you know, Jai Bet, their earlier ad is also there. It says when Faye D'Souza reports, huh? Faye Pinto, Faye Ramachandran, Faye Poonawala, Faye Das, Faye Aroda, watch it too. And then they have all so the women actors. So they had a part standing. C also in it, but not yeah. a... But we, we've introduced Rahul Shiv Shankar on the left <laughs> with a thought bubble saying, yeah, right. When Arnab left, they still got me to head the channel. Glass ah, ceiling, yo. Which is true. And we have a thought bubble of Navika saying, I got two interviews with Amit Shah for the network and bloody liberals still get the headline ad. <laughs> <laughs> so good job, Times Network, as usual. Yeah, they always end up doing yeah. all these kind of... 
foolish things. So there's a new show though going from Times Network to even though these are all news channels they're bordering on entertainment which is not a bad even BBC has Graham Norton show after all although not on BBC news. Yeah exactly. So India Today TV right that's what it's called yeah. now. India Today TV has a new celebrity interview show. See all news channels also know that your viewership is also going to come from celebrities at But the end of the day. Before you come to that can I just quickly read another email? Yes please. Feedback. So this is from Pranay Nikam. Hmm. Uh, in fact, I'll read both this feedback quickly together. Uh, Pranay Nikam, uh, his name wasn't mentioned last time, Pranay, because we received the mail the day we were recording. So we got the yeah. mail immediately after the recording. Dear Ms. Sen, Mr. Sekri, I did answer the question from episode 74 correctly, but my name wasn't mentioned in the list of people who answered correctly. Well, it is now because we got it immediately after we'd stopped recording. Yeah. While discussing Atul Kochar's tweet debacle, you left out one important aspect. The hotels that disassociated themselves from Kochar didn't do so because he's a closeted bigot. Hmm. But also because of tweets like these. Quote, I sure hope Banaras restaurant is not terrorized by all its Muslim customers. I'll make sure I take the longer walk around Berkeley Square yeah. and avoid your shop this. front. Don't want you to feel threatened by a 5.2 Muslim woman. Unquote. What is this? Uh, because he said now about that Muslims are for the last two thousand years. No, uh, this this thing. So this is a customer wrote that I'm no longer going to this thing. Like basically, customers started writing okay, in that okay, they sorry, are going to boycott. Tweeted yeah. by one Halima Nawaz. There's a direct threat to the business. Ain't no threat like a threat of customers leaving. Such is the world. Activism driven by capitalism. If this happened in India, no hotel chain, global or domestic, would have taken such a step. Anyhow, anywho. Moving on to the most important part, the answer to last week's question, The Staircase has a link to Netflix's other true crime documentary series making a murderer. Michael Peterson's lawyer, David Rudolph, was the UNC clinical law professor of Jerry Booting. Booting, who along with Dean Avery, defended Stephen Avery in making a murderer. Wow, Pranay, you really are informed, dude. Yeah, so Pranay got the answer correct and so did Yogeshwar. So, what was this series of uh, Rajdeep Sardesai? Yeah, so, so it started on uh, 23rd June, so which is Saturday. I think it's a Saturday night uh, show that they've done. And uh, it's about, it's called India Today, India Tomorrow, because it's, so basically they've got families, <laughs> nepotism in a way is being celebrated, I just realized, by so India Today TV. So one generation talking. Yeah, so Mahesh Bhatt and Alia Bhatt will But appear together. But it's been done earlier, I remember the Ravi Shankar and his daughter Don't be did. like that. That's no, no, this whole concept of father, daughter, it's been done by, I forget the channel, it's been done before, I'm certain, I'm 100% sure. Maybe India Today only. Possible, I think. Could be, but mm. they've said it's a new this thing. So, mm. it's uh, this one started with Gulzar and Meghna Gulzar. Mm. So, Rajdeep interviewing them. Now, I have to say, I don't know how much of it is Rajdeep's uh, ability as a interviewer because Gulzar Sab just speaks very well. Right. So, his anecdotes and the way he was speaking, it's just interesting enough his life for you to listen to him. Rajdeep did look a little bit like a fanboy. So, and he does say, he said, you're one of like, of the top 10 songs in my life. Yours is one of... Right. The songs and so on. So he is clearly a little gaga. Right. But so he keeps smiling at some points, which is a little scary. It's not a bad interview show if you have two interesting people. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, Gulzar and Meghna both um, are 
I mean, very, very good conversationalists. They are really yeah. smart. They are very well aware of the world around them. They are probably two of the most politically aware people in all of Bollywood mm. uh, that I'm aware of. And, and I say this knowing a few of them. Yeah. Uh, I think Rajdeep as an interviewer is one of the poorest we have in our country. Uh, who has prime time? I, yeah. I don't mean he's worse than like the person you uh, mean. But I'm yeah. saying people who occupy prime time. Hmm. On a one-to-one interview, he is just terrible. I think he was a good reporter, but as an anchor, he's just the worst. So he's, yeah. So he seems to also, I don't think you should ever be so gaga over someone you're interviewing because it comes through and it, there's no... But there I think he does that with everybody who he's interviewing. Maybe that's he goes, also so there. That's but, so I don't know. I, I just watched one episode. It wasn't bad purely because of, it's not because of the format. The format's very basic. Mm. He's sitting and he's interviewing them. And it's quite, he's not very deferential that I have to give. He's very, it's more conversational and the way you'd speak to someone, you know. But now let's see maybe when Shakti Kapoor, Shraddha Kapoor's, uh, no, they aren't on the thing. They should. I'd but love to. I would have called we, would have, we should do that. News should do Shakti you Kapoor, You should Shraddha call Kapoor. Shakti Kapoor, Shraddha Kapoor and you should call that other guy, Aditya Pancholi and Suraj Pancholi. Okay. So one more uh, thing I want to discuss with Chitanshu had recommended which is Netflix's new special which is Hannah Gadsby who's a stand-up comic uh, her show called Nanette it's just a one episode it's the usual the same one that we saw of Chris Rock where they are speaking to an audience off, it's they right. say so she's got rave reviews and she's a lesbian she's a, a very strident Voice, it's not a ha ha hoo hoo kind of uh, comedy special. I did think that it was so she speaks about certain tropes of lesbianism that everyone's expected to be very like when she saw gay pride the first time, she couldn't. She said, These were my people, so I felt that I should support them. But she said, I actually got a little scared because why is everyone so loud and why do I have to be so flamboyant? Because I just like the sound of a teacup falling on a saucer is what makes me happy. So she addresses that, that there's this one image of lesbians Mm. and of gay people and all. But to me, it felt it becomes very serious at one part and with good reason because she talks about the fact, she said, why do people expect you to be self-deprecating? When something horrible has happened... You're supposed to make fun of yourself to make the other person feel easy about it. So she talks about being assaulted as a lesbian or being beaten up and so on. And it gets a little strident. So I just felt at some point you felt like you were being shouted at, which is pretty much is what she's doing. But towards the end, it warms up. I'd recommend people watch it also just to see, just to hear what people go through, which yeah, we that's, don't... That, I mean, I haven't seen the series, but what you're talking about, what it describes quite a few stand-up comics when they become, and I see where they're coming from, when they become very uh, angry and preachy or um, very serious. Yeah. Bill Hicks was like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, there's, there's a documentary film on him and how by the end of it, he just used to stand on stage and just rant. And wasn't funny. So I have my sympathy to a human being who has that angst and is articulating yeah. it. But as a stand-up comic, if you cannot turn a situation into a punchline, sorry, dude, you're just not doing no, what you're supposed also, to do. Also, I just felt if I paid to watch, uh, say, I paid to watch Anuva Pal, 
and I'm expecting he'll make me. It's going to be a lightish evening. It will have uh, intelligent uh, inputs and so on. But when we go in, Paul then shouts at us and tells us about his difficult life. After 40 minutes of it, it just seems like a bit much. Yeah, so I mean, towards the end, it, she made it lighter because I think even she realizes it doesn't like you can't just have that but i get what people are talking about that oh it's like startling to watch and it's very it's an eye opener but to me it doesn't fulfill the purpose of a stand up like i i don't think it's stand up comedy for sure. for sure and i mean and it need not be light in a sense of frivolous yeah but uh, but it can still make like uh, i think chris rock makes some very very strong points on racism it was excellent what he brilliant. spoke of and he makes you think so it's not yeah. frivolous so no, i'm not and even it sure wasn't it's light. Uh-huh. most of a lot of his but it's stuff not a rant you know that's all we have for you this week um, yes i will make sure i show up for other screenings of mm. films mm. uh I apologize for my over-the-top rants to those subscribers who, um, you know, correctly point out that I go too far. To non-subscribers, no, I don't apologize to you. First, you subscribe. Then, you have to keep something from me. Don't worry. So, uh, just a little announcement. We have the Media Rumble, which is a conference which gets media professionals, investors, techies, Policymakers together. Last year, it was at Bikaner House. It went off very well. We had Bikaner House, Delhi. This is in Delhi. Delhi. This is in Delhi. So do come. Uh, you can register online. It's on our website. The link. You can go to themediarumble.com. Uh, subscribers, of course, get in free. Uh, you'll be sent a unique password or, or a registration that you can use to get in. Non-subscribers will have to pay 500 to 800. And if you want... 400 for one day and I think whatever 800 for, for two, two days. days you can also buy a delegate pass which will let you uh, that gets you access to the yeah, which is a little steeper which is not that steep honestly it's 5000 bucks uh, for both days so we have some uh, for those of you who like uh, pop culture Anurag Kashyap will be there Meghna Gulzar will be there Neeraj Gewan who made Masan will be there as will be Rajiv Menon who made uh, uh, Sapne and a lot of other Sapne a lot of films uh, from this uh, in, in the south and many ad films also he and made. we also have Marissa Kiautowski from Indie Star who broke the story of Larry Nassar investigation she's the person who ran with that story and how Indie Star which was such a small people became such a big thing big yeah. thing we have very big names we have Chris since you like podcasts we have Christopher, Christopher Lydon. Lydon by the way the father of the podcast will be there Christopher Lydon is the man who came up with the first podcast then the pioneer of podcasting in Iran who had to then seek asylum yeah. in in in, uh, yeah, in which is coming down he's now in Norway Norway he had to seek us he'll be there so you'll have you know about I think 14 or 15 international speakers you'll have about 60 speakers from across the country the limited seats, limited tickets, so get online, register. Yeah, we'll have the link below this tomorrow, how you can register as well. And both of us will be there and you can come and tell me why I'm such a dick to you my face. You can tell Abhinandan why he's a dick and you can tell me why I'm so fun and like a breath of fresh air, absolutely. On that wonderful <laughs> note, let us say goodbye to our audience uh, and do subscribe, yeah, because we really need resources to put a quality podcast together and get you some quality uh, you know podcast hosts until then it's just us and this podcast is recorded <laughs> by Anil Kumar but we have a question and produced by Parikshit and the question for the week for is and the answer week, also 
Okay, last week's question, which we've already given though, is that the staircase has a coincidental link to Netflix's first big true crime docuseries. And what is it? So basically, David Rudolph, who is the person defending Michael Peterson, who's the supposed murderer in the staircase, who's the person who was arrested for this murder, he is his defense lawyer. David Rudolph was the UNC clinical law professor of Jerry Booting, who, along with Dean Strang, defended Stephen Avery in Making a Murderer, which was Netflix's first. Uh, you came up with this question, Rajesh? Yes. I'm very Who helped you? Nobody. But I'm very me. smart. So, also, when you all meet me at Media Rumble, you all can commend me on my smarts. But I have a really good question this okay. time. So, which good, has, you start off by yeah, saying it yourself. Yeah, just so that you all know, it's a very good question. Uh, there's um, that film, Black Panther. A very well-known TV personality plays an important role in Black Panther and is not named in the credits. Who is the person and what is the role? Oh, and also do they have to say why that person isn't named in the credits? No, the person did it for a lark, so... Alright, that's a very good question. Do write in your with your answers to contact at newslearning.com. In the subject line, please write awful and awesome so that it doesn't go into the NL Hafta yeah. emails. Uh, and try to send it before Tuesday because we usually record on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, and f- you can send in your feedback and comments to contact at News Laundry and leave your abuse on Rajshree's Twitter <laughs> timeline. <laughs> Until next time, I think, Rajshree. Thank you, Mr. Sekri. Thank you, Ms. Sen. And it's a wrap. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hold up. 